It's official. One Shining Podcast is back, and I am your host, Tate Frazier. And as March Madness begins, we're covering everything from Selection Sunday all the way to the championship and beyond. We're going to have great guests that are coming through on the show. And look, if you're a friend of the program and you're already subscribed, you don't have to do anything. OSP is back. It's going to be right back in your feed. And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available, and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. All righty. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a Friday edition of East Coast Bias as we get ready for day two of the NCAA tournament. All sorts of action coming up this weekend. Raheem Palmer, Joe House, John Jastrzemski. Uh, House, my boy, how did day one of the NCAA tournament treat you? It was a, a 50-50 day. I'm glad that we caught the uh, upsets early, right? The the It, 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 it Enliven the senses, right? It's like when you walk into a restaurant, you get some of the smells. You're like, oh, I could be in for something today. You sit down, they bring out the first, you know, little amuse-bouche. And we got that with, well, now I, I had an emotional hedge against Maryland. I went ahead and, and, and bet on West Virginia, but that that went great. I mean, this Maryland overachievement is, is wonderful. It comes to an end against Alabama this weekend. But kudos to Maryland. That got me rolling. And then... How about Furman, the Paladins, baby? Everybody was on them as a hot dog. And you, I, I appreciated you trying to be a little contrary. Uh, no no issue with, with you taking your position, JJ. But, I mean, they were just up to it. They're, they were plucky. The plucky Paladins, JJ. And then nobody saw Princeton coming, so that was wonderful. What a good meal in front of us. And then through the rest of the day, really, the all the, the biggest uh, and juiciest action was something that you were on. And I know the our beloved producer, the Wargon Warrior, could not have enjoyed anymore, which is Penn State handling its business. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I, I love Penn State. I think that was my only that was the only play that I had yesterday. Um, you know, like I just kind of sat down and tried to enjoy the games. We had a lot of blowouts yesterday, so that was a little disappointing. But you know, Princeton came through for the Ivy League. I, I wish it was Penn, but I mean, Princeton got it done, so that was exciting to see. I mean, like Arizona couldn't score for like the last five minutes of the game. I'm just hoping we see some more competitive games on a Friday. I think we will, though. Yeah, and you think about the day, it got off to a banging start when you have Furman and that crazy finish. I don't know what Kihei Clark was doing. And listen, Kihei Clark had one of the best passes in NCAA tournament history in that Purdue game a few years ago. 
he makes one of the all-time boneheaded decisions in this game against Furman. The Zona-Princeton game was fun. The games at night stunk. Listen, that's what it boils down to. Games were really good during the day. Games at night were miserable. A lot of people liked Oral Roberts. I didn't see it. Duke is just playing way too well. We'll get to them in a minute. That game was over basically before it even began. Penn State, Raheem, listen, I know Texas A&M was trendy in the Sharp community. Not to me. Not with the way Penn State's shooting the ball. Penn State red hot after the Big Ten tournament. And guys, listen, we'll get to the Friday night card. We'll get to the Saturday card. I'm telling you right now, I bet Penn State every game in the Big Ten tournament. I bet them Friday or Thursday when they beat Texas A&M. Raheem, you know I'm betting them on Saturday. How's you know I'm betting them on Saturday? You keep riding that hot wave, baby. When you see a, a, a wave like that, you got to get on it and just ride it till it's over. I, I already fired. We we were we were pre-production on this show, and I was like, "Give me a minute. I need one more minute. I got to fire on some Saturday action." Penn State got some money riding on them out of my out of my wallet, JJ. Yeah, I mean, you guys aren't alone because I mean that line opened up at six, and now it's down to a five, five and a half consensus. So I think a lot of people are going to be on Penn State. I mean, where they shooting the ball? It's just, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Um, so I mean, you're going to have a, a tough time beating that team in March. Well, fellas, we're not going to hit on any of the noon games here. As we're taping this at ten twenty three on St. Patty's Day, but as we look to the afternoon slate into the evening slate. You got Pitt, Iowa State. You got North Carolina State and Creighton. I think a very underrated Creighton team. Iona, Connecticut, that's the Patino-Hurley matchup. You got Purdue, who I think is so fraudulent. I cannot wait to fade them. Fairly Dickinson was talking all sorts of smack, too, so that should be interesting. Raheem, I give you one bet you can make today after 3 o'clock Eastern. What's a bet that you have lined up on your card? I'm going to go with Drake. Um, you know, a lot of people like Miami, but I mean, obviously, you know, you got some some health issues for Miami. Um, I think the forward left the ACC um, semifinals with the ankle in- injury. His status is up, you know, up in the air. And then when you just look at this Drake team, they just have experience. Um, they've been in the tournament before. Um, and I just think it's, it's, this is probably one of the more popular upset picks. But, you know, I just I really like this one. So I'm going to go with Drake here. Going with Drake and the line is absolutely moving with you. We opened it like three and a half. It is now down to two. And I'm not at the point with Drake. It's kind of like Furman yesterday, House. You're not even going to be surprised if they win the game. I, I mean, I'm kind of there. I know it's a 5-12. I know it's a very trendy 12. Are you going to be shocked? I'm not going to be shocked if Drake beats Miami outright. No way. They're the older team. They're very experienced. They're fearless. They're top 50 on both sides of, of the ball. The money line is only, is only plus 108. I mean, it's a razor's edge kind of play. I'm on Drake as well. I mean, there's a reason that that uh, – They've received the action and attention um, that they've gotten. And and Dream made the point, uh, the the young man, I'm going to mess up his name so bad. Uh, Omie, yeah, I didn't even bother to say his name. I was going to say, I put your names like this no tomorrow, so don't feel bad, House. But that poor kid, you know, has an ankle problem. And and if he's not 100%, that's, that's the bulk of their rebounding. So uh, they're outside the top 100 on defense, Miami. They're dynamic scorers. They have um, experience scoring-wise, but... I mean, this Drake play is live. It is most certainly live. Guys, I got two I like. I like Florida Atlantic against Memphis. And I know everybody's putting Memphis in the Sweet 16, and they'd be a nightmarish matchup for Purdue. This Florida Atlantic team's 31-3 and three on the year. They opened the line at two and a half. They now have dropped the line to one and a half. I'm glad I locked it in when I did. 
it's one you got to wait for. I'm telling you right now, Florida Atlantic is winning this game today. And another one I like counts, 314. We've already seen some chaos in this tournament. I think Montana State is absolutely live in their game against Kansas State. Kansas State struggles to score. Kansas State finished up the season poorly. Line open nine and a half, now down to seven and a half. Those are two I have my eyes on for Friday. I got Montana State at 940 tonight, and I have Florida Atlantic at plus one and a half. House, do you have a best bet for Friday of the tournament? I'm on Kent State catching the points against Indiana. And this is really a a function of, first of all, they have the player with, from my perspective, the best name in the entire tournament, Kent State does, Sincere Carey. And he can literally carry the offense. Everybody's making that 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 terrible pun. Let me jump on board with it. But he he uh, is a dynamic scorer, and he can uh, get out there and, and 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 you know just carry the offense all the way through. He plays good defense. Now the problem with I don't want to take Kent State on the money line um, because Trace Jackson Davis for. Indiana, you know, has good argument for being top five in the in the country. Playing wise, he averages 21, 13, five assists, three blocks in the Big Ten. That is outstanding. Um, but I just like the the uh the way that this Kent State team comes in. They they didn't have any real terrible losses. They played both Gonzaga and Houston tight. Both of those games were within seven points. That's I like. A team, a mid-major like Kent State, going up, say, let's put Gonzaga and Houston on the schedule. They played them tight, so I like that 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 uh, plus four and a half in that game. I'm absolutely on that. I like it. I'll take it a step further, House. I think Kent State on the money line on Friday night could be a fun little play. I, I think Indiana is absolutely vulnerable. So let's get to Saturday, guys. I don't know if you've seen any of these lines. I- I'll fire them at you. Furman is getting five and a half against San Diego State. Duke is laying three against Tennessee. And Tennessee, it's funny, Raheem. I think a lot of people are going to be like, hold on a second now. Tennessee just barely beat a 13 seed. Duke absolutely dismantled all Roberts. They're red hot. They're playing better than anybody, arguably, in the country. Yet this is only a three-point line. The reason it is, you look at Tennessee from a Kempom odds, you know, metrics standpoint. They're one of the top 10 teams in the country all year. But I think the metrics here, Raheem, and I know you follow this stuff. I know you got models basically in every sport. I don't know if you're doing college basketball. But I'm telling you, the numbers here are off because they're not taking into account what Duke is doing now. And they're taking into account what Duke was doing in November, December, and January, which to me, they were just a much different team. Yeah, I I can totally see that. But, you know, it's interesting. It it almost feels like that's priced in because you have Duke as a favorite. I mean, I think if they were using full season numbers, wouldn't Tennessee be the favorite? Like, I would imagine, you know, Tennessee would... Yes, you're absolutely right. Because Ken Palm, Tennessee is seventh in the country. Yeah. Uh, For reference, Duke is 17th, according to Ken Palm rankings. So that's, that's fascinating. Good point. Yeah, I I imagine Tennessee would probably be like minus two and a half. So it it seems as as though the market has already made an adjustment. What you have to do as a better is to figure out, have they adjusted too far? Have they not adjusted enough? And I think you might be right based on, you know, how these two teams are playing it. Maybe they just haven't adjusted enough. House, you went on Duke? Well, I'm I'm in and I'm I'm, I'm in heavy and and you you can't uh, understate or underestimate 
the impact on on Tennessee's defense of of missing out their best on ball defender. The poor kid tore his ACL right at the end of, of February, and you know this this Duke team. We we talked about it uh, on Tuesday's show. You want to look for a team that's found its identity in this last like ten days in the run up to the tournament, and and you know especially a team with the pedigree of, of a Duke. That's a that's always a team that that's built for the potential to get to the elite eight, you know, even, even, even to a final four, um, they, they fit that, uh, you know, that category quite well. So I, I just like the identity they have. They're tough and they're big and they found it and they're going to play that way. They've got their style. It works. And, and I'm not going to go against them. I, I, I it, they're my single biggest bet for Saturday. Well, we have some liability. There's no doubt because I like Duke as well. I have Duke to win the region. I may have a couple shekels on Duke to go and win the national championship. So clearly invested. Guys, I'm telling you, both one seeds that are playing on Saturday are vulnerable. Kansas. House, what do you think? Have you seen the line for Kansas and Arkansas out of curiosity? I have not. I, I haven't uh, dove in yet. That's good. I'm glad because I want you to play a little game here. What do you think Kansas is favored against Arkansas? Hmm. Seven and a half? Well, House, it's not seven and a half. That's the Maryland-Alabama line. So very, <laughs> very, very good. Okay. Kansas-Arkansas, three and a half. The uh, line opened at four and a half. It is now down to three and a half. You know what that yeah. tells me, guys? We should be betting Arkansas on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, yeah. Definitely a money line play, right? I think Arkansas is super live in that game. The problem is Kansas is one of those teams that has screwed a lot of the short betters all year. But Arkansas has got tournament experience. They got back-to-back elite eights. Uh, I think they're super, super live in the game. Um, and then the other one I'd be worried about, Raheem, Houston without Sasser. He came back and played. He plays, he gets hurt. Auburn's got dudes, man. They get after it on defense. I, I think Houston and Kansas are vulnerable on Saturday, dude. And that line's at five and a half right now. Yeah, I mean, Houston didn't look like themselves um, in you know in their first game, and then when you go back to you know the game against Memphis, I mean, they they just weren't the same team. So um, I agree with you there, one hundred percent. Well, boys, I do have a bet that I know we're gonna take. House, I know this because you fired him right before the start of the show. You're getting on that Penn State bandwagon one more time, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, this is again. You you're, you find the hot team. You find the team that it, it's the irrational confidence, right? That that uh, out of nowhere they feel like, oh, we found something. If they they keep making shots, wh- why would you want to go against a team that 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 believes that every shot they take is going to go in? I'm not going against it. Raheem, you riding? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely riding. I mean, look, I mean, Penn State was one of my favorite picks for you know round one. Um, this has already been bet down from six to five, so I think I'm gonna jump on it. Well, boys, I'm invested in Penn State to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and I want to share what these odds are, just in case you're wondering as you listen to East Coast Bias. I have Penn State at plus four ninety to reach the Sweet Sixteen. Not a bad wager, boys. Not a bad wager. I know we have a, a freebie that FanDuel gave us 35 to one house to win the region. We got a long way to go before they win in the region, but hey, they're the dream, baby. They're the dream. Uh, house, before we wrap up this tournament stuff, do you give your Terrapins any chance Saturday keeping it close against Alabama? Keeping it close, yes. Winning, no. I, I again, 
when we did the show Tuesday, I, I, I talked uh, myself into an emotional hedge. I went ahead and invested in in West Virginia, mainly just fading the inexperience of Maryland. They were so tough in that West Virginia game. They came back multiple times, and they just were were gritty. And I and I really admire it, and and good on them. It's a great season. They made it to the round of thirty two. This is where it ends. And it's a good year for Maryland, nonetheless. Good year for Maryland, Raheem. Great, no matter what. Year. Yeah, I mean that that game. I mean, honestly, it felt like for large parts of that game, they should have lost to West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia. I mean, that that was an odd game. It, like West Virginia came out on fire. You know, they they gave up a run. They, they came out on fire in the second half, um, and they they barely held on. So, I mean, this season's gonna end, you know, tomorrow. So we know what's gonna happen. <laughs> well, gang, we have a parlay up. You want to check it out on FanDuel. The East Coast Bias Boys got in the lab, and we cooked something up for the Friday evening action of the NCAA tournament. So FanDuel Sportsbook, you want to ride with the guys. I know I most certainly will be riding with the parlay that we put together where all of the minds kind of threw something in there and hopefully everybody steps up, especially me with FAU, and then we take it from there. Gentlemen, I want to pick your brain on this. Raheem, I'm starting with you. I'm seeing all of these odds now. With the Aaron Rodgers stuff, FanDuel's putting up all these Aaron Rodgers odds. They they send it to me left and right. You know, uh, the Jets to win the Super Bowl, the Jets to win the AFC. This, that, this, that. Do you think the Jets are more valued as a Super Bowl contender, or are the Jets more valued to go and miss the playoffs? Where do you read that market right now? Ooh, what are the odds to miss the playoffs? Because I, I mean they. Oh, they have a man. Okay. FanDuel has their eyes to miss the playoffs. No plus 132. Yes, minus 162. So, I mean, if you're if you're taking the no, you're basically saying that what, you know, they're gonna miss the playoffs 25 um, more than 25% of the time. Um, I don't believe in them to win the Super Bowl at all. Um, that's not something that I, I want to do. I don't even believe that they're the third best team in the... I mean, I don't believe that they're the best team in their own division. I think there's two other teams in the division I like more, um, if you ask me. Um, And I'm still not a believer in Robert Sala. So I'm going to go with the no to miss the playoffs more than I like the Super Bowl odds. I, I think the Super Bowl odds are inflated. I mean, we saw the same thing happen last year to the Denver Broncos once they got... Russell Wilson. Um, not saying he's going to be as Aaron Rodgers is going to be as bad as Russell Wilson was last year, but I just don't see it with this team. How's are you investing in the Jets? Are you fading the Jets going into the year? What's your initial thought? Well, it, it's a great story. I'm happy to have um, th- this this whole I, as a uh, uninterested, objective uh, re- observer of the whole situation. It's it has all of the delicious makings of a disaster. And JJ, I know you with the New York, New York podcast are gonna have on a weekly basis delightful things to talk about oh, with all the nonsense. House. It's so good for business. You have no idea. So <laughs> yeah. good for but business. L- l- the, the market is telling you what's gonna happen. They're not gonna make the playoffs. The AFC is so ferocious. It's so ferocious. The the Many many teams in the AFC got better over the course of of this free agent um, uh, situation, and and you know there there are definitely two teams in the AFC East that that are are better than the Jets sitting here right now. Now here's the thing: 
we don't know exactly what the full complement of the team is going to look like. What's that roster look like come September? And, you know, the, 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 you know, when, when's Brees Hall back? What kind of shape is he in? What are they going to do at the running back position? They still have to do something at, at tight end. You like the defense, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers, by most measures, had an average NFL quarterback season last year. The one thing, if you're glass half full about it, he was uh, uh, in top 10 in the a- accuracy, and he was top five in terms of drops. So he was hitting guys with accurate balls, and they were dropping them. And we know that f- from the from the eye test. We watched it with our own two eyes. So it's really the the way that that Packers season got derailed um, right from the jump, I think. But, I, I, I mean, it's much more likely to me that the Jets missed the playoffs. The Super Bowl is preposterous. You know, we don't know the, the, the one thing, we don't know who the, the, we don't know the full roster, but we do know that the, the Packers didn't have good wide receivers last year. And for some reason, Aaron Rodgers wants those same weapons who weren't good in New York. So that well, tells he is me- good at, but he is going to have Garrett Wilson, though. That's, That's a true. big edge. He's going to have a guy who should go catch him 85 passes for 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. He's a stud. That's true. That's true. But you know what? To me, it's problematic if you're bringing the same guys over because what does that do to his playing time? Um, You know, if you're you're bringing guys over that you already played with in in Green Bay. You know what I mean? It just feels like this is the disaster waiting to happen. Well, listen, the aging quarterback worked with the Buccaneers. Brady going there. It worked with Denver and Peyton Manning. I think it could get the Jets into the playoffs, guys. But this is where I'm kind of in the middle. You could sell me on the Jets being a playoff team. Absolutely. Rodgers has a good year. He, he That's a team that would have made the playoffs with decent quarterback play. Uh, you could sell me on that. You also could sell me on the fact that he's pushing 40 years old, that maybe the down marker is kind of pointing in the direction of Aaron Rodgers. And you know, they have a year in which they underachieve. Like, I think nine and a half, which is what I just saw FanDuel put the win total at, is a very sharp and a very accurate depiction of where I think the Jets are. I think the Jets are probably a 10-win team. I won't pick them to win the division. I definitely won't pick them to make the Super Bowl. And I think they're overvalued as far as the Super Bowl is concerned. That's my two cents. So uh, it seems like the triple threat will not be investigating money in the New York Jets to go and win uh, next year's Lombardi Trophy. All right, House. You know what, I, though? Let, 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 let's take the Miami Dolphins plus 370 to win the oh, see, AFC now you're, just, now you're just trying to make me uh, ticklish inside, Raheem. <laughs> nah, that's, nah, nah. I, I'm just being honest because, you know, a lot of times when you're in a situation like this to where everybody's buying one team, it creates value on the other team. So Miami Dolphins plus 370, I think you can get that now, and I think you're in a good spot. Yeah, I, I hate to say this because I am a Dolphin fan. There is value with the Finns to win the division and plus 370 with uh, Jalen Ramsey in the fold. House, it is a very light weekend in the NBA. Uh, I like that the NBA on Thursday and Friday doesn't schedule a ton of games. They let the tournament kind of take center stage. Um, if there's something you're looking for this weekend in the association, what would it be? Well, it really is like nut crunching time. Maybe the the positioning in the West is is absolutely crucial and vital, and we have one of those games. Dallas is is at the Los Angeles Lakers tonight, this Friday night, um, and the Lakers are going to have Anthony Davis playing. Uh, Kyrie is a question mark, and Luka is out. 
the since since the the trade uh, deadline, Dallas is six and nine. Their defense got worse by by every measure. They traded their best on ball defender, and they look like they're in a, in a in a full on bad luck mode. L A. by contradistinction nine and six since the trade deadline. Very much in play for the sixth seed. They might avoid the play in altogether. They're in good position for it, and they've been holding serve at home. So I like the Lakers in in one leg of a parlay tonight, and then I just have a standard practice of fading my Washington Wizards anytime they're up against a team with with uh, genuine pedigree. Cleveland uh, is hosting the Wizards tonight. You don't have to mess around with the line if you don't want to. Uh, I think it's around six or so. Go ahead and take Cleveland, combine them with the Lakers. That money line parlay is plus money. It's plus 108, uh, I believe, on the FanDuel machine. Go ahead and just do something Friday to have your attention so you're not yelling at the kids, so you're not watching FAU Memphis and getting mad because the kid from FAU missed a free throw. Which don't don't be don't get mad at the kids. You can get mad at the adults. Go ahead and, and, and have some some side action on the adult version of the basketball. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, you know, for me, I like I had some NBA plays I like too. Um, this one moved a little bit, but I think you have to fade this Golden State Warriors team. They're seven. Love it, Raheem. And- was gonna say the exact same thing. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, seven and twenty-seven on the roll. And to make matters worse, there's no Draymond Green. He got the tech the other night, so he's suspended. Steph Curry is questionable and likely won't play tonight. I just think this Hawks team, they're trying to make the play-in tournament. They got a a new coach. They should be able to win this game. We all know the Warriors can't defend on the road, so that's one I like. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think Atlanta's got to be a play tonight. And I know Steph Curry is playing out of his freaking mind. He was spectacular to watch the other night against the Los Angeles Clippers. But you just look at the home road splits for the Golden State Warriors – They are some of the most eye-opening home road splits that you're ever going to see. It it, it is historical when you really think about it. It, It's mind-blowing when you think about it. I'm riding with the Atlanta Hawks. All of a sudden now, the Hawks have found it with Quinn Snyder. They're closer to that 500 mark. They're moving up the standings in the Eastern Conference. I'm kind of at the point with Atlanta, guys. I think they're getting out of that plane when it's all said and done. I think they will be. I'm not saying they're going to do anything when they get to the playoffs. I do think they will be one of the eight teams playing once the tournament kind of gets going in April. I, I don't hate that. Um, they're, they're a nothing team to me, though. I've been watching. I got to see a good bit of them. They beat the Wizards in back-to-back games last week. They're, they're, um, they, 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 they don't play defense, and, and it's kind of a, a weird thing for a team with DeAndre Hunter and the, and the, the skill set of John Collins. He should be a... a, a competent, capable, on-the-ball defender. I mean, what we're really talking about in terms of the Hawks and their playoff fortune is it's between them and, and Toronto that both of those teams will be in the play-in. I still think there's a decent chance that Miami catches Brooklyn, but I just am not prepared to invest anything in, in these Hawks. It's, there's, there's just too much variance in their defensive effort. Yeah, they're giving up 117 points per game. Ugly stuff. Ugly stuff. All right, boys, before we say goodbye... Uh, House, let's start with you. You got that NBA parlay. What is it? I'm going to play Washington and, I mean, I'm going to play Cleveland uh, over Washington on the money line, plus the the Lakers. And you know what? You guys talked me into the Hawks. Let's add in the Hawks. That's going to get you better than two and a half to one odds, that three-leg parlay. The way that I fashioned it was just 
the the Cavs and the Lakers. That's better than even odds. That's around uh, 105, 108 uh, on the plus side. But if you want to get juicy, go ahead and add in that extra leg. But that, that, that's my favorite play for tonight. Raheem, favorite play Friday, NBA College. What do you got? Well, I, I, I already said this going to say Warriors, but we're going to go with the Chicago Bulls. I just I think this is a good spot for the Bulls to play in a Minnesota Timberwolves team, which has been up and down. I just think they have, like, I like playing. I mean, this Bulls team, they had a disappointing loss to the Kings the other night where they played them tough. They had to leave for much of the game. I think I actually gave out Sacramento the other day, and obviously we know how it ended De'Aaron Fox hit the game winner, but I think the Bulls are in a good spot tonight, so we'll take them to cover the minus two and a half. My model actually makes this game around four, so I think they should be able to cover that and get a win on Friday night. Well, guys, I'm sticking with the college. I'm in college mode right now as it is the NCAA tournament. Florida Atlantic, which is in our parlay, which you can find on FanDuel Sportsbook, plus one and a half. I think they win a game outright against Memphis. The other one I liked, Duke Blue Devils. Don't get cute. Don't Try to reinvent the wheel. Duke is not losing to Tennessee, and they are getting to the Sweet 16. Boys, happy St. Patty's Day. Uh, <laughs> what's on the, What's on a drink menu tonight, House? Uh, Guinness and Jameson's? I mean, it's not very complicated. <laughs> it's a day where we make it uncomplicated, isn't it? There you go. You're keeping it simple. I like that. I, you yeah. never know what you have. Sometimes you are a complicated man of mystery, you know? You never it's know. Fair enough, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. All right, boys. Have a wonderful weekend. Good job by the Working on Warrior. Good luck to your Penn State Nitty Lions. We're all invested. For Joe House, Raheem Palmer, JJ, signing off. Be good, everybody. <laughs>